Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and you can think of me as your friendly guide to the English language. Writing, history, rules, and cool stuff. Today, I have a segment about could care less and couldn't care less. And a fun familect story. Let's get started. When people tell me their pet peeves, they often mention the phrase could care less. They claim it should be couldn't care less. It's illogical. If you could care less, you still care. Don't people get it, they say? Celebrities have even jumped on the cranky bandwagon. Both David Mitchell and John Cleese have made popular YouTube videos ranting about the illogical phrase, could care less. Interestingly, both men are British comedians, and they're both complaining in particular about Americans who use the phrase. Are Americans really more likely to say they could care less? Well, it appears so. At least when you look at how often that phrase shows up in American books Google has scanned versus British books Google has scanned, it shows up a lot more often in American books. Now, that could mean that Americans use it more, or it could mean that British editors are more strict about changing could care less to couldn't care less. But the Oxford English Dictionary calls could care less a U.S. colloquial phrase. And the linguist Lynn Murphy, who blogs about the differences between British and American English, also notes that Americans say could care less far more often than the British. I think we're busted. Maybe we Americans are just more caring so that even when we're annoyed, we reserve some caring just in case we want to use it later. But probably not. The phrase, I couldn't care less, started in Britain and made its way to the United States in the late 1940s. But it wasn't long until Americans corrupted the phrase, if you're prone to think of it that way. The first example of could care less in the OED is from 1966, and it is indeed from an American newspaper. But it sounds like something a regular person either said or wrote, not a journalist. It's listed as coming from the Seattle Post-Intelligencer, but I believe it may have actually come from a syndicated Ann Landers advice column. The sentence pops up in multiple newspapers when I do a Google search. It also just sounds like it would come from an advice column. Judge for yourself. It reads, My husband is a lethargic, indecisive guy who drifts along from day to day. If a bill doesn't get paid, he could care less. I think she's asking for advice. And as an aside, I wonder if she knows that those words about her lethargic husband are immortalized in the OED. Why did patient zero here say her husband could care less? And why do so many people say it today? People have a few theories. In the early 1990s, the well-known Harvard professor and language writer Steven Pinker argued that the way most people say could care less The way they emphasize the words implies they're being ironic or sarcastic along the lines of the Yiddish phrase, I should be so lucky, which typically means the speaker doesn't really expect to be so lucky. Michael Quinian of the wonderful Worldwide Words website makes the same argument. But I'm skeptical, very skeptical. Our long-suffering wife from the Ann Landers column doesn't seem to be filled with irony or sarcasm. And even if the saying did start that way, I don't think that's how people use it anymore. I've definitely heard people say they could care less 
who don't seem to be relying on any form of irony or sarcasm. Of course, that's just my opinion, but as far as I can tell, they think could care less is just the way you say it. Other linguists have argued that the type of sound at the end of couldn't is naturally dropped by less-than-precise speakers. That seems a bit more likely to me. I thought of it when I walked by the Instant Pots in Costco the other day, because I always thought they were called Instapots. A lot of people seem to drop that NT sound at the end of Instant, just like they do at the end of Couldn't. And then once you hear a lot of people say Instapot, or Could Care Less, you might think that's the actual name or phrase. But regardless of the reason people say they could care less, it's one of the more common language peeves because of its illogical nature. To say you could care less means you have a bit of caring left, and that's not the meaning people seem to want to convey. Both Merriam-Webster and Dictionary.com have weighed in and say could care less and couldn't care less mean the same thing. Their reasoning is that both phrases are informal, English is often illogical, and people use the two phrases in the same way. Could care less has come to mean the same thing as couldn't care less. Nevertheless, if you want to avoid annoying people, it's better to stick with couldn't care less. Take it from someone who's heard a lot of people complain about it. Finally, I have a family life story from Rafi. Hi, Mignon. This is Rafi from Tucson, and I'm calling in with a Femilex story. I want to talk about when I was a kid, and my mom came up with the word chakalaka. Uh, chakalaka meant chocolate milk, and we used to refer to it all the time when I was growing up. When I was about six, I went to a friend's house from school and asked for some chakalaka from their parents, and they had absolutely no idea what I was talking about. My mom used it so much that I had no idea chocolate wasn't the actual word for chocolate milk. I came home furious and for two years would never say chocolate because I was so mad. But now whenever chocolate milk comes up, uh, we still say chocolate. Thank you, Mignon. Have a great day. Thanks, Rafi. I love that because it fits with a pattern I've commented on before of children actually thinking a family word is the real word that everyone else uses too, and then feeling really angry or betrayed when nobody knows what they mean. I'd never heard of that before, but since people started sending me stories, I've definitely heard it more than once. You are not alone. If you want to share your family dialect story, the story of a word or sign your family and only your family uses, Leave a voicemail at 833214GIRL, and you might hear it on the show. And be sure to tell me the story behind it, because that's always the best part. I'm Mignon Fogarty, author of the New York Times bestseller, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. You can find me at the home of my podcast network, quickanddirtytips.com. Thank you to my producer, Nathan Sims, and that's all. Thanks for listening. Bye.